I think we all know the name of Jesus Christ. We know Simon Peter, we know John, we know James, we know Andrew, we know Pilate and, and uh, Herod and Herod the Great. We know these, these characters from the, uh, from the New Testament, but even if we didn't read the New Testament, even those that, that haven't, aren't familiar at all with the Old Testament and New Testament, the scriptures themselves, have some inkling of Jesus Christ. But how many people have an inkling of Simon Barcopa? How many people have, besides what we hear in today's first reading, anything about Thaddeus or about Judas the Galilean? Most of us don't have any idea. I use Simon Barcopa by Barcopa purposely. He lived in the and uh, he died in 110 during a, a very unsuccessful very, very unsuccessful rebellion against Rome. Rome crushed it, and his followers came to nothing immediately. And aside from those that study history, most don't know anything about him. But we do know Jesus. Why? And, and uh, this uh, Pharisee, Gamaliel, tells us why. Because it is of God. It's not of human origin. Everything of human origin ultimately fails. I hate to sound pessimistic or depressed or anything like that because I'm not, but if you look around, everything that's around us, everything that we've built, the time is coming when it will fall down. Everything. Uh, as, as much as beautiful as diamonds and gold are, physicists tell us there's a time even the structure of the diamond will fail. That nothing lasts. Well, one thing lasts. The Holy Trinity. Gamaliel shares this truth. If you punish these men, if you attack them, if you continue to attack them, you may find yourself fighting against God himself who gives permanence to this movement. It's an interesting thing to think of. And because of that understanding, because that it is God himself who has is, who is sent Christ into the world, the apostles rejoice when they're punished because they know that in the end, those who are punished, punishing them will come to an end. But Jesus Christ will continue, will, will continue to thrive. And those that are Christian will be in a much better place. That Jesus Christ provides for his people, and that's exactly what we have in today's gospel passage. Yes, I know the story. I know, uh, I, I like to point out uh, um, the heresy that is, has uh, sprung up about this. The heresy is that, well, it really wasn't Jesus and his power but rather, you know, people felt sorry and they started reaching into their lunch buckets and, and pulled out food and they had, that's how they had enough. It's, it's not the miracle of the multiplication of loaves, it's a miracle of sharing. As pessimistic as I might have sounded, that's really, really even more pessimistic, isn't it? That human nature needs, needs Jesus Christ to do something for us to share? Not the miracle of the sharing. There's no miracle there. It's a miracle of how God himself provides for his people. And he continues to provide for his people. At first we have Philip saying, where can we find enough food 
Andrew, oh, here's a boy who has five loaves and two fish, but what good are those? What good are they? In our hands, they come to nothing. They mean nothing. In fact, this little boy might have been embarrassed. Barley loaves are the lowest of the low. Now, I know we have barley bread and stuff like that, but barley loaves in the, in the day of Jesus was made with just barley. There's not enough gluten to hold the loaf together, so it's literally crumbly. It's crummy bread. And this little boy, it's the food of, of the peasants, food of the poor, of the impoverished. This little boy brings it forward, and he knows it's not much, but he gives it because he knows it's not of human endeavor if he gives it to the Lord. That the Lord can take it. And the Lord does take it. He blesses it. We don't have St. John recording the word, breaks it. But he distributes that to the crowd of 5,000. 5,000 men, not including women and children. 15,000? 20,000? Can you imagine sitting before a crowd of 15,000 saying, here is all we have, five loaves and two fish. But it's the Lord. Gather the fragments left over, and there's 12 wicker baskets full. How they end with everyone with their bellies filled. How they end with more than they began with. 20 times more, 40 times more than they began with? Barley loaves and fish? More than enough. What's this mean for us? I think we have to place our trust. And that was my, the running theme in my prayer yesterday and, and every, everything of, of trust. Trust in the Lord. Trust that he knows what he's doing. Trust him. Put everything in his hands. And if we put it in his hands, we don't have to fear anything. Oh, we might struggle, as the apostles did. They might be beaten, but they rejoice because they were found worthy to stand with Jesus Christ and that Jesus Christ continues to nourish us. If we really understand this, there's nothing we need to be afraid of.